Hello everyone and welcome to RP Geeks Dungeons Dragons Zeds. Um, this is a play D&D campaign set in a sci-fi world. We take D&D mechanics and spells and sci-fi nonsense and we explain it all with science in the D&D brief section after the actual play game section. It's going to be exciting. Stick around for all of that. Um, but first we must introduce ourselves so that you know who you're dealing with here. My name is Sharmini. I use she her pronouns. I'm a science filmmaker. Um, and I played Nebris in this exciting game, a sort of drow sorcerer, but not really, because sci-fi. Um, yeah, uh, Emily Bates. Thank you. I've just re realised that you have one of those names that I think of as your whole name every time, but like so frequently, it is also just one or the other. You have like the most versatile name I think I've ever heard. Well done on the name. Congrats. <laughs> uh, I am Simon, sometimes with the surname Clark, uh, and uh, I play Uriel, as he, him pronouns. And uh, yep, Uriel is a dwarf monk, uh, Is but in our universe, we are running as a cybernetically enhanced human. Uh, and Hello. I do science stuff like books and uh, YouTube and Twitch and some TV stuff uh, for a living, mm -hmm. which is all to say I'm a professional nerd. Uh, and speaking of which, Ali Jennings. Hello, professional nerd as well. Um, yeah, my, uh, I'm he, him, and uh, I'm the DM for this particular uh, situation. Uh, I do, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not as... Science videos. That's it. Roll the film. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, wow. Every time. Every time. Here we go. So, where were we? After confronting a group of smugglers deep in the Mukinji Mountains, the party barely escaped with their lives, and they ended up deep in the forests at the borders of the mountains and had to trek their way back towards the settlement of Val, where we began our story. But on the way, they were stalked, surrounded, and attacked by a wolf pack, Infinity and Uriel fell, and the wolves turned onto Nebris before a rain of bolts from the sky drove the wolves away, killing one of them. Four figures fell from the treetops, and Tenebris, with a last ditch attempt, convinced them to help her stabilize both Uriel and Infinity and to take them to their treetop settlement. When Uriel and Infinity came to, they found themselves amid the trees, amid the branches, amid the leaves, in this strange uh, conglomeration of people with these rope bridges leading here and there, ropes tangled between the trees, planks and platforms. They found Tenebris and they were just greeting each other and finding out that they were all okay again when the four figures who'd saved them landed again thum, 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 on the platform before them and behind them the towering figure of a simian like person 
with their hands on your shoulders. So. So we're on a branch right now, and they're. You're on a platform that's built on a branch. Yeah. How big is the platform? It's. It's about five meters wide. Okay. That would be. I don't know, 48 cubits for our American friends, or... <laughs> We're not getting into that again. <laughs> yeah. It's like half a tennis court. Oh, I didn't realise that the cat person was behind us. That's, that's alarming. The, the cat yeah. person is more simian than cat, right? They have kind of a, oh. a, a larger jaw. Their of fangs are more like... tail. Baboon oh, fangs. Yeah. Ali, whenever you do these sum- summaries, you always sound so neutral in all of this. Like the watcher. <laughs> the watcher. And I just want to remind you that you are the one that chose to do all of these horrible things to our characters. I just say what I see. That's what I saw. Uh, what I like... say, what anyway, so. The young woman who seems to be the sort of de facto leader of this little party steps before you. She's got a hook nose, she's got her binoculars um, hanging uh, around her neck, and she wears a squirrel suit, a flying squirrel suit, with um, the legs and arms attached with uh, flaps of material. And she steps before you, and she appraises you coolly over her long hooked nose. What are we to do with you? She looks back over her shoulder at the old man with the rifle unslung in his hands. He stands just at the joining point of a platform and a rope ladder, and next to him is a young girl with long, tousled hair and uh, mishmash sort of clothing, but she's holding quite a long knife, which she's just playing with against the palm of her hand. Uh, please, please excuse my colleague. He's still underneath the impression, uh, underneath the impression, yes, you say this, that you are Amada Spice. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Uh, we are absolutely not spies or anything to do with the Armada. Nothing, nothing like that. Insight check on Uriel. <laughs> what? Right? Sounds really dodgy. Tenebris, Tenebris. Like, wait, are we? Tenebris, roll an insight check. Uriel, roll either persuasion or deception. Question: Does Infinity know what the Armada is? I have no idea. Um, I suddenly have a feeling that Uriel might know. So, uh, you guys, depending on what, so what did you both roll? Uh, Seventeen. What did you roll to Nebris? Natural one. <laughs> uh, I guess you look over at Uriel. He's pretty inscrutable. He's also like quite close to death. So you can't tell if he even really <laughs> heard the question. Uh, Infinity, you have heard of the Armada. The Armada existed long before you did. Okay. Um, do you know what that is? Okay. Um, and you know it as uh, the shield for the alliance. It's the military faction, yes, but you know it doesn't wage war or do all of that evil army stuff. It's there to maintain the peace. Oh, great! 
How's that possibly going to go wrong? I belong to TerraCorp. You belong to what? TerraCorp. They're nothing to do with the Armada. Uh, this, this, you didn't introduce yourself, uh, Infinity. Oh, hello. And Uriel. This is Emelina. Emelina and, and uh, Uriel Infinite Sky 6000 serial number 7024551234567891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891891
turns out couldn't get hold of it and then i ended up in uh in val so yeah not not in the armada just just trying to get back home with that component to be honest with you what's the component uriel uh, it's 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 just a thing for for some people back home it's for one of the oh. ships it's not important right roll a persuasion check Uh, oh, what's my modifier though? I don't think uh, it's good. <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Uh, Emelina looks you up and down. She looks over your head and you hear oh, come from just above you. And you look over your shoulder, the towering simian figure of uh, this muscular individual looms behind you and you see a very slight shake of the head and Emelina steps back she turns to you Tenebris I was unsure what to make of your story But it seems things have changed. Ranak is indeed missing. Oh, he's and dead. She On turns fire. towards you, Infinity, and raises her eyebrow. Yes, we saw it. He Please. got attacked by a wall of light. And us before that, but mainly the wall of light. A wall of light, you say? Mm-hmm. Just as you said before. It is. It is true. I. I don't. I don't lie to you. You're telling me Ranak is dead. He well, looks. The, la the last we saw him, he was very much on fire yes. and um, exploding. So yeah, I think he's dead. And his friend as well. One friend was also on fire there. Emelina takes a step back. You see. A flitter of something pass across her face. Insight check. What are you insight checking? What the flicker <laughs> of yes, something thinking. across her face is. Uh, what kind of thoughts is she having? That. Okay. About right. right. Roll, roll an insight check. 19. Oh. Uh. I want to know There's no in that cannot be sought <laughs> okay. by infinity. <laughs> I will uh, text you. Oh, oh, we've secrets. not had this before. Yes, secrets! Go. Uh, I love it. Hang on. Infinite is great oh, with just... secrets, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> I have just received a text so from the DM. <laughs> <laughs> a DM from the DM. Ooh. Yeah, this this okay. whole campaign is a massive misunderstanding. When we asked uh, Ali to DM us, he, he thought we meant. Dungeon Master. We actually just wanted him to send us a message. Yeah, we were just like, Ali, please wait. <laughs> we're several months in and we haven't had the heart to tell him. Okay. Mm. Oh, he's still secrets. typing. Oh, he's still typing. Okay. Um, insights for a 19. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Ali's quite a slow typer, so. I'm very slow. I've born in the day. He's doing the one finger now. thing that dads do. <laughs> And it's just yeah. that number. It's like five three one eight zero zero eight. We turn it upside down. It's boobies. Well, As she thinks, 
You see behind her, the older man. He lowers his rifle and steps forward. And he looks uh, towards you, Infinity. What do you know of his passage? Passage? His passage? This passage? His passing? What? What? I'm sorry. I don't What do you know of his passage? Uh, <laughs> he was okay, guys. in the mines. And I'm trying really hard to do, okay? You're I'm doing, doing really I'm well, mate. Really well. I'm really proud of you. Um, Keep it so, tight. Well, he was in the mines and... Um, <clears throat> And he got hit by a wall of light, so he's dead now. Not his passing. <laughs> oh, his passage. Yes. Well, um, no, actually, we're quite familiar with it. We went down it, I believe. Um, we, we went into the mines and we went through round. No. You try not to understand. No, I am trying very hard. What do you know of the path he takes with his merchandise? With uh, with the smuggling of the goods, we we do not know, but he is not doing it anymore. He promised before he died. You know nothing. Well, well we, we found a secret people. passage, but then there was no one there. There was the people on the trucks. It might have been going on the trucks. We think we didn't see it, but that's a that... possibility. And then we found the secret passage that was above the place, and then we waited and we waited and we waited, and no one came. Oh yeah. Uh, roll a someone choose to roll a persuasion check, um, and you could do it with advantage because you're all trying. We're <laughs> all trying so hard like to not die. <laughs> yes, who would think, like me to? I think it's be. a bad idea for me to do it. So persuasion was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With advantage. With advantage. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. That's great. That's good. We like that. Yes, we like that a lot. Twenty-one. You see him stare at all three of you. He sucks in his breath. Turns his head to the left. Spits on the floor. And then slings his gun back over his shoulder. Crosses his arms and watches you. Emelina turns back to you. So, you know nothing of his smuggling. Well, you know we know that dead. people in Val wanted him to stop doing it. We tried to find out about the smuggling. We did. But then he died. Yeah. The people Before in Val, did, they know of the smuggling. Uh... The people in Val do know, yes. They said, please, what is the smuggling? Why, why is our things being smuggled away? Make it stop. Yes, they don't understand it, but they know of it. We said, Ranak, please stop the smuggling of the rocks. And he said, Of course, I I'm going to stop. Promise. Found something better. This is much better. Ah, my wall. <laughs> and then he died. And and then, but maybe he wanted to because he seemed very keen to make the wall glow and explode. So maybe he was like, Yay, I'm on fire. I don't know. I don't think he liked it. You know of the cove? No. What, what is a cove? Uh, like a cave? Roll, roll a history check, all of you. Oh, I want to know about a cove. 
terrible history. Oh, dear. Uh, oh. 13. 12. Why do I get a plus three? Um, that's a 12. <laughs> um, One better than all of you. <laughs> you have heard in passing of some sort of settlement outside of Gunka, which is on the coastline um, uh, and may uh, have something to do with the cove, but you don't know the exact name and you don't know anything about it. Emelina narrows her eyes. Farewell. You don't know the cove? You know nothing of Ranak's business? Yet you have dispatched him anyway. It seems you have done us a service. Ranak Light Pounder was hardly liked here. So, you are free to go. You are welcome to do as you please until then, but I would warn you that we are leaving this place now. I was going Should to ask, you have where is everyone any... going? Should you have any business, it would be wise to conduct it quickly. Cool. We are leaving for another place, you see. It pays to be mobile in our business. One cannot be too careful. Uh, what business is uh, is that? What what do you do? She turns to you, Uriel. Gives you a wink. Wow, this would be telling, would it not? Oh, I see. I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't. I don't have. Everyone has secrets. It's all secretive. I think they sell winks. Infinity tries to wink but doesn't have eyelids. Oh, no. Surely Infinity's wink would just be one of her <laughs> eyes just turning off. Yeah. <laughs> like it just flickers. How was that? Uh, work on that. Thank, thank you very much for, for um, not pushing us out of the tree and saving us and uh, we are very appreciative of your very nice uh, friends. And, and trees. Do you have any, um, I hate to be a problem, but um, you've already saved our lives, thank you. But do you have any food? We actually haven't really eaten very much. For... We have those mushrooms. Yeah, that was all we've eaten in several days, and <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. You tried the mushrooms of the forest, and for yes. the first time, you see the older man smile. Oh. And how were they? I sat down. I've never eaten before, so I didn't quite understand, and I think I got it wrong. I would not recommend that they were necessarily the type of mushrooms that you would want to eat a lot of. From behind you, you hear... <laughs> I, I have some if you, if, if you like them. Uh, a huge hairy hand reaches down, palm upwards, places it in front of you. <laughs> Yeah. Pull out a couple of mushrooms and give it to them. The palm closes around them and withdraws. Thank you. It's nice to make friends. It's like that giant Muppet from Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the mushrooms weren't really our, our thing. Do you have any um, 
nutrient paste or, or anything like that? They will sell food further down in the market. You can go if you wish. It is uh, a busy time now, people coming and going. I suggest you go there. Uh, is there anywhere that maybe they let you do some dishes in exchange for the, the food? Like washing and cleaning floor and that kind of well, thing? We do have a way to pay, but I don't know, would people be interested in you do? Uh, gems? Yes. You, you yes. see her face. Gems. <laughs> you see her face suddenly change. The expression, which was one of just a bit sort of as though you were children, really, and you didn't know what you were doing or what you'd wandered into. It's correct. Um, suddenly falls away, and you see the sharp-eyed look of someone who's heard of gems before. But that would depend on what kind of gems you're offering, my friend. Would you allow me to look? Uh, I think I gave all mine to Tenebris. Gems? I yes, forgot I about the gems. Has yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pull out like a random handful of gems and be like, oh yes, what are these, please? <laughs> uh, she takes up the goggles um, and flicks a dial across <gasps> the top of one of them. And then the microscope. they go <laughs> telescope out into a, <laughs> oh my God, she's kind the of a telescopic lens. She places it on the wood. She kneels down and presses the microscope. Like the, in Toy Story the, 2 when the guy's fixing Woody and he has the. Yes! Yeah. The binoculars up against it. She watches. And it's dark now, remember, so there's no daylight. But she. Uh, places it just underneath um, a glowing globe that hangs from uh, one of these branches. She watches as the light reflects off the inside, the tints of the gem. It's a ruby. Um, she holds it in her hand, weighing it. Yes, you could certainly fetch, certainly fetch the price of a meal with this. How much do you have? I have lots and lots and lots of gems. Just gonna get like another handful and just do like. <laughs> I gave all mine to Tenebris. We found uh, them, but we don't know if they are ours, but they are ours now. I've got mine, which is just here. They are definitely mine. Perhaps <laughs> you found them in your dealings with Ranak? It was we right before them. we met him. They were is sort it... of lying around in a lock safe. Maybe it was his, and then it would... he is dead now, so. Yes. Yes, you always had an eye for the precious. Anyway. Why do you hate him so much? She turns to you and she takes half a step forward, looking at you over the top of her nose. And she brings her face very close to yours, looking you up and down. You're in a bad way, right? Scars oh, yeah. across you. Um, bits of metal misshapen she reaches forward and touches one of these wounds with her fingertip he hurt me oh i'm sorry he's dead now he hurt us too he didn't really hurt me at he all he tried actually. to shoot uriel and what then he got it? his friends to kind of you know hurt oh us he was quite bad 
Mm. Darax, yeah. he was he was worse. Yeah, we don't like he was Darax. Me. Punched him right in the dick. You did. From behind you, you hear. <laughs> Finally, a gentleman of culture. <laughs> yes. Um, you can take these, uh, yes, to the market sellers. Maybe they will give you something. They're certainly worth enough. I would say, from looking at these, this total you have here, perhaps 400 gold. I don't know if you have more, but they are certainly valuable. Sorry, is that just the handful that Tenebris pulled out, or is that all of Tenebris's? That's all of the gems within Tenebris. Including your, or not, but not including Uriel's. No, not including Uriel's. So basically, we would have 600 total. No, no, no. You two have 400. I have 200. Wow. Wow. Hey, Uriel wants off this rock. <laughs> your Leon is showing. <laughs> This is home game character. Home game, home game. Yeah, home game, Apologies. home game. Very different character. Honest. Just likes gems a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah suspicious similarities. <laughs> As you're talking amongst yourselves, uh, the older man turns around with a snort, claps his hand on the back of the of the little girl, and they both walk off together down the rope bridge um, towards where you can see a cluster of lights moving and actually a, a brighter lit space. Um, behind you, you hear thum, 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 and then silence and you see the swinging figure, the shadow of this large person swinging its way through the trees. Emmalina looks to all of you in turn and then she leans in. If I were to give you one piece of advice, should you get your hands on anything more like this, she points to the gems, it would behoove you to uncover the cove. And then she turns, walks to the edge of the trunk, looks down, spreads her arms, and then turns back to you and says, of course I'm not going to jump, it's dark. What did you think, I'm stupid? And then she walks away across one of the road, which is... She's very funny. <laughs> Batman music starts playing. <laughs> you Emilina. <clears throat> yeah, I, I told you she was secretly nice. Not two people, yes, but just I was generally concerned. and secretly. I actually thought they were all going to try and kill us at first. I was I was very close to attacking them. Well, oh. we haven't done anything wrong, but in our ex recent experience, it's happened a lot. I'll give you that. They walked up to us with all their weapons out. When you were dead in the forest, uh, she was going to say, oh, I'm going to leave you here. But she didn't because she said, I have conscience. And that's how I knew that she was a good person. Right. A, a conscience. Yes. Conscience is when you, you know, you don't kill people. Oh. Oh, I, I don't think I have I one, one of those. I think I might have lost my conscience. Oh, well, no, you, no, no. You, if you're a good person and you don't want to cause horrible pain and, and you know, you'd like to be nice to people and have friends. I like having friends. Yeah. Then that is, you have conscience. But then there's the advantage to not having a conscience and that your action set is larger and you can do more things. Yes, I don't think I used to have a conscience. 
But when you do, you sometimes, okay, sometimes you do horrible things and you hurt people and then all the people are scared of you and they say, do not be friends with them. They are scary and they are monster. And then you are alone. But then they leave you alone. If you want to be alone, you can, um, you can do that. Okay. Should we get some food? You two look hungry. You look like you could do with seeing a medicanic as well. Oh, you know what? Actually, um, I'm going to class cure wounds myself. Yes! (laughs) Which I think, in this case, is just infinity, like, running nanobots and, like, patching up some of the screens that are broken and just being like, hang on. It's like the latest edition of Tony Stark's armor going on. Like, you know, reskins you. What does everybody see when you do this to yourself? It's a good question. Um... I think for a second, she she just stops, still, and like there's nothing. Her face like goes into complete neutral. I think the eyes probably switch off, and then suddenly you just see. And all the screens screens are still on, so you can still see all the stars and everything. Um, and slowly there's like where there's cracks and things in the screens. You just see suddenly like minuscule little things, and they just start like forming and filling in the the crack, yeah. and then it just like seals back up and. Then the minute all the screens are fixed, eyes just pop back up. And I will actually roll, remember to roll the number. Yay. I had a question about Fixed this. Based on what happened earlier, which is how articulated is Infinity's face? Like, is it Ooh. a mask or is it fully articulated? Like little mini panels that I think move. so. I think if we look check at the, the artwork. Picture, check the artwork. It looks quick. very but I think it's more like you know how you have those smartphones now that like are really weird and you can bend them mm. and like oh. fold them in half and then open them up and have a really big screen. Oh. I think it's more like movable. It's like stretchy screens as opposed mm. to the rest of her, which is a bit more solid. Cause in the future, they won't be as shit as those smartphones are where they get a big crease down the middle. <laughs> Your when... face just snaps into. <laughs> yeah, just snaps into cheek. Her cheekbones okay, are really good, good though. <laughs> like, I want to be really clear about how good Infinity's cheekbones are. They are like super sharp. That's important. It's like the opposite of the sore bear trap. <laughs> Your face just goes, <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, it's, it's movable. Looking it's, at the artwork, I'm now imagining like her without like having the eyes, but not having the nose and mouth, and it's really horrifying. Like, no, but she has like the a, nose and mouth. Maybe, face. maybe don't imagine that. In, so, you know. Uriel, in a as you shape. try and imagine, <laughs> infinity <laughs> 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 You see what you started to see um, before the group of tree hunters um, landed next to you. Um, You see uh, this uh, central kind of trailer-like shape. So it's a sort of pod. It's um, before the sun went down, you saw that uh, it's covered in bits of pipework, metalwork, this sort of bad soldering Uriel U, especially in the brief moments that you saw it would have noted that the metalwork was bad, that the wrong kinds of alloys were being used. Um, it was all kind of bodged together. It w- uh, There were scorch marks um, a- along the side uh, and rust uh, basically covering the whole thing. This thing which had been hanging uh, between the trees had inflated lifting balloons from the corners and had started to rise as soon as night had fallen and it has no lights on it so all you can see is 
very occasionally a shadow will pass across the front of the moon, a shadow of one of these balloons, as this shape starts to shift and move out of this uh, grove of treetops uh, somewhere else. And while that's happening, little motes of light have been moving around the trees themselves. They've been gathering around the larger trees, around the trunks, and moving slowly upwards, a slow, gradual flow of these light sources moving into the treetops and uh, towards the crowns of the trees. Uh, there is, to your left, a rope bridge that leads you towards what looks like a larger platform where there's actually the, a blaze of light, much more than the individual moats that you would have seen. And you can even see shadows uh, being cast of people walking across this platform. A bustle, a hubbub of people, lots and lots of people there, all going about some sort of business. To your right, you can actually see um, on the far, another rope bridge, and at the far end, two shadowy figures starting to dismantle the bridge. Well, if we're going to go to the market, we should probably go now, otherwise we're going to be trapped. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Off we go, fooled! <laughs> you traipse your way to the market, tired, apart from you, Tenebris, who've had a little nap. <laughs> quite quite happy. Some. And uh, you balance your way across this rope bridge, swaying ever so slightly um, as Uriel's misbalanced body um, <laughs> unsettles the rope bridge. Uh, and you reach this platform, this large platform. It's bigger than the one that you were previously on. It may be the size of... Uh, almost the size of a football pitch, but spread around like a donut around wow. uh, this thick hefty tree trunk can we get that in imperial please oh, stop it <laughs> how many hogsheads is that <laughs> no they have football there don't patronize the poor people so hey, you said this is imperial space this is, no it's not it's armada space armada. and the armada is good it's definitely Let's not an get that a hundred percent clear okay. um <laughs> so around you as you enter is the, the uh, onto this platform, and you hear footsteps um, moving around the space. Uh, you hear the hustle and bustle of of people talking um, and discussing, arguing. You hear the shouts of children um, running through, uh, running past and across the space. Um, it's it's a hustle and bustle of activity. There's people carrying bits of rope, planks, long strips of cloth, cooking implements, camping stoves. You see a tall, thin woman bedecked in various different kinds of tools wandering past you. Lots of these people have augmented shapes. They've got long arms swinging by their sides, like large cat-like eyes. Um, some even have heavy metal enhancements, like grabbing claws, bolted onto their forms. Uh, there's so many different kinds of people here. Um, lots, lots more varied than Val, where you started. 
and you see as these people brush past you, not unkindly, but also, you know, they've got business to get on with. Um, you can see that the variations are often not just mechanical, they're biological. And they all seem to have something to do with life in the canopy. You hear this constant chatter, you hear conversations, instructions, people being told, lift that, or lift you, take this, take this away, this is, this, it's not good to me. The evening breeze is mild before the chill of the night sets in, and on it, you can smell frying onions somewhere nearby. <gasps> yes. Do you smell that? Do you smell that? I've Infinity, never can you smell that before? Yeah, I can smell. Oh, well, I, I can, I can sense, oh. <laughs> and this is a nice sense that I am having right now. My my senses enjoy it. We have to find it. Oh, okay. The last time we were somewhere with this many people, um, I got thrown out a door. Yeah, uh, uh, my track record with crowds has not been great. Uh, yeah, I, me either. I'm, but I'm look slightly how nervous. lovely everyone looks, and they are all happy and having a little good time. Like like they are one big happy family. I think it's lovely. A family. What's a family? Like when you're related to people. Genetically. Right. Or oh, so yeah. Not necessarily. Infinity absolutely knows what a family is. Why am I playing her like she's an absolute idiot? Um, yeah, you would be aware of the concept yeah, of family. Yeah, I'm stopping. Why, I mean, why would a terraforming robot need to know it's about the concept? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. What? Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Up here in the canopy. Just, just getting a hang of that right there. The old canopy people. You just oh, we were being very quiet, weren't we? No need for that. You just hear like, ah! <laughs> Crash. <laughs> I told you it was a bad idea. Can we try, can I, I try and use my senses to find out where the bell is coming from? To the church! Um, <laughs> where, the, where the smell of the fried onions is coming from. Uh, before you did that, you see that the bell is being carried by an officious looking man. He's a bit smaller, a little bit older, he's got mutton chops, uh, and he's wearing quite a kind of sturdy looking coat with lots of buttons down the front. And he's just walking through, ringing this bell, bong, dong, dong. Come on, come on, come on, we haven't got all day. We're moving through now, come on. I want to meet him and be his friend. <laughs> That's Emily saying. Uh... <laughs> Infinity, you, uh... Allow this man to pass you. Lift your nose to the sky and inhale. Roll a perception check. Yes, come on, infinity. That's a natural 20 plus 6. Is oh! Where were these rolls the other week? I swear to God. Yeah, they would have been really helpful. Pinpoint, the source of the frying onions. Next to you is a... Uh, it's a right woman. There. <laughs> it's a two uh, feet away. It's literally next to there. <laughs> a stocky woman, and she's uh, standing over the top of a gas burner in a huge wok. And in that wok, you can see onions, you can see peppers, and she just picks out something from uh, the bag just uh, hanging underneath the burner. Uh, it looks to be some sort of spice, and she tosses it over the wok and stirs and stirs. There are people coming up to ask her, uh, you, you know where the. You know where where you're going after this? No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Ah, well, you know, wherever you're going, please, please, 
make sure you come with us. I, I can't live without this in my life. And she's handing out uh, what looks like little... Uh, they little. They look like little wooden bowls. But on closer inspection, you see that they're actually acorns. The cups of acorns filled with this fried vegetables. Big acorns? Or are they tiny, 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 tiny? <laughs> <laughs> big acorns. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I just like... Excuse me, is this food? Absolutely, it's food, my dear. Uh, you're not According to from the here, are you? No. No, I'm not. It's food. Sweet. Sweet, dear. <laughs> it, it, it is food. It's absolutely. Excellent. My friends would like some. Hello. We would like to exchange gems for food, please. Uh, yeah, we'll give this a go. You're looking very unsure about this whole thing. Have you ever had not paste before, you? Well, no, I don't really go in for this kind of um, organic food, really. It's I very prefer... exciting. Yeah, that's one way of looking. It's all a bit unknown. Uh, no, you know where you are, a grey goo. That's what my mum always used to say. Bless her. <laughs> grey goo. Type 1 nutrient paste was basically right. all we ate. But you that's... knew where you were with it. You knew it was grey and you knew it was goo. I... And it I had all had of your essential vitamins in it. Oh, that's you good. Said, you said gems? Here is a ruby. Um, Emelina said it is very precious to be exchanged for food. The woman <laughs> crunches up her oh. face a little bit. She takes this ruby that you've presented to her. She looks at it. She looks back at you. Is it exactly that you're after? Your food smells very good. Dinner? Right. Yes. Yes, I think I think this I think this will suffice. And she carefully pockets the ruby and starts stirring up more and more of these fried vegetables and the the scent of these frying peppers, these onions, there's a little bit of garlic in there and some sort of uh, unknown bit of spice and herbs that you've never encountered before. Uh, all of this starts to fill your nostrils. Um, and uh, the two of you who can salivate and do on a regular basis just... Oh, you're dripping. You're like a cartoon dog. Both of you. Uh, and Infinity, you too get hungry but you don't class it as hunger in the same way. You simply understand that you require organic mm. uh, molecules to function correctly, and you require them. I I think I also need to um, imbibe <laughs> um, what you're creating. We like to eat with Infinity, because <laughs> Infinity is our mate. This is a nice song. Uh, the woman looks over to you. <laughs> well... That'll be another ruby, I'm afraid. Oh. Oh, I've got this. I could, I could give you one. Um, I'll take out like one at random. Like. <laughs> Infinity <laughs> is very insightful. Does she realise that this person is? So it's ten, but I'm not insightful. Like, sure I don't think she's in. That's the thing. I don't think Infinity is checking. But yeah, I'm just she... wondering if she's. <laughs> basically, I guess it's passive, right? What like, is your passive insight? Uh, my passive insight would be fourteen. Yes. You can see that uh, this woman has judged you to be out of towners and perhaps not to know the value of what you carry. And 
is willing to take you to the cleaners. Oh, I believe um, we already gave you a ruby. She looks you up and down, looks over at Uriel. Right, you are, of course. Yeah, of course I have. Completely, completely forgot. It's okay. Absolutely. It happens to the Absolutely. best of us. I mean, I don't uh, really forget things often. Is there a place here that we could swap the rubies for credit? Do you have credits here? Uh, we, yes, we have gold, silver, copper, even platinum. Yes, we do dabble. Everybody's do, got to eat. Can I, um, Ali, like when she's referring to that, is that how people refer to to money on a chip or is that not so, how you would refer to the way that money works here yeah is that it's crypto essentially are we gonna be yeah. paid for this job in an nft oh, <laughs> enjoy uh, and wow, but link. the way that it's ranked there are there are just there are so many of these different currencies just floating around so you can get paid in a currency which uh, is not volatile, so holds its value very, very stably. And those are the higher currencies, gold, platinum, whatever. And they're actually, because they're so stable, they can be traded across large areas of the planet and even into space. And so they are worth more. Do they use the blockchain? Is that the idea? Uh, it's something that they might use. Something maybe we okay, can... I'm putting you on the spot, Ali. Don't worry, it's fine. Um, I love that you've, you've thought about this. It's weird. That's really cool. Yeah. Weird alternative currency system. I love it. So if you were to be paid in copper or silver, the price would fluctuate so much that it, it's not really worth the same no. amount. Um, so in fact, it, you know, well, yes, that, that's... When we say gold, we're amazing. not thinking of a, an ingot. We're thinking of gold coin a different kind of chip it's like a rating have multiple system. chips it's like gold rated platinum alley rated coin. alley Amazing. coin yeah it's all dogecoin or dogecoin <laughs> whatever it is doggy coin you can put them all you can put multiple <laughs> currencies on one card right yes the card which you have tenebris have card. is not I'm rich <laughs> It's, it's not like everybody has a card which contains oh. a, a set amount of this currency. Oh. That is a way of transferring it between people. It's almost like bearer bonds. What's more normal, you would know, um, is for people to have uh, linked the currency that they have to some broader system and then you would simply go onto that system and instantly transfer it. And that could be done with a chip in the the body, a chip in the head, anything like that. These cards are tend to be used. Well, you you wouldn't know that, but it's not a normal not a normal way of doing okay, things necessarily. Okay. So, do we have a card that acts as like a bank account, basically? I have a card. Uh, do you have a card? Uh, okay. Euro probably wouldn't have been trusted with one. And no. So you don't have any money? Uh, no. I have spent no it all money. on the shuttle. You pay to get on the shuttle. Yeah. Okay. Um... So, so, so what are we saying? Are we saying that the card is like a bank account <laughs> that is just, just like universal? Well, no, because it varies. He's saying like different, you have different systems, right? So you could have it on a card, you could have I it on I think maybe we should come back to this um, 
another point. The card will now. The card currently functions as a wallet, um, but you wouldn't necessarily have to have it as a card in future. But at the moment, we'll call it a wallet. Okay. A coin purse, if you will. Let me have our food now. <laughs> the question was whether we can exchange as well. Absolutely. Sorry, I, I was. <laughs> I, I worked in the financial sector in a previous life, <laughs> and she hands over. She hands over your your these big acorn cups food, 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 with steaming mounds of uh, vegetables inside them, and then she hands you over three little. Uh, no, she hands you over chopsticks. Each one, has, so you each get a set of chopsticks. Can we roll um, dexterity checks to see how good we are with chopsticks? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you wish. Um, and oh, as you... Uh, <laughs> I got a five. As she hands them to you, yep. as she hands them to you, uh, she turns to you, to Nebris, and says, yeah, you, you'll be able to find someone. Maybe look for... Uh, maybe try... Try Kavid. If you f find Chavid, he's probably still around. He'll do you a deal. Okay, where, where, where shall we look? Up, down, uh, sideways. We'll just run around and yell, Chavid! And then he'll be our friend. I love it here. It's very pretty. And you have food, such good food. This food is weirdly solid. <laughs> he'll be around. You'll see him wandering around. You'll, you'll notice him. Look for... Mm, he's an older man. He's been around the block. Uh, you know, thin, pretty thin. He's he's got uh, he's got these big burn marks on the back of his hands. He, and you'll you'll know him when you see him. That's what awesome. This guy's name? Sorry, Chavin. I've been doing too much mime. Chavin. Our new friend, Chavin. Is that I'm like so David, excited with to meet chair. him? <laughs> it's David, but with a Q U. Oh, oh what? Q U D A V. Is there a three in there? <laughs> like, uh, Cavid. Yeah, I got a ten on dexterity, so I've decided infinity is holding chopsticks way too high and just dropping it in from a great height into her mouth, like a baby bird being fed, but doing it with chopsticks. <laughs> trying to stab a pepper. Like, Thank you, you so much down, for your help. All sit down, rest your backs against the gnarled bark of the tree, and and eat your meal and. It feels like it's breathing warmth through your body. You haven't eaten for so long. Infinity, you f start to feel the regenerative processes ticking back on, back into life. Uriel, how how do you feel? Feels getting used to this food, but it's it's good. I just eat anything at this point. Um, I like the temperature of it. Yeah, I've got to say, it's, that's a new one as well, but um. Warm food. I could be swayed. That's 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 it's all right actually. I feel um, uh, it's not exactly what I'm used to here. I'd rather be back up in orbit. But um, you know, as planet size go, this is the best I've seen yet. Do you orbit this? Planet? Come on, come on, come on! Out you get, get on with it. No, no, not this planet. No, oh. no. Martin Spain's around Nicola three. Nicola uh, three, of course. But um. Yeah, a couple of systems over. Curiel, right. as you're trying to eat this, you realise that you've never actually properly used your molars before. <laughs> and this chewing, it sort of comes naturally, but it, it, it's taking a little bit of getting used yeah. to it. 
Infinity isn't really chewing. She's just kind of throwing it in and going, <laughs> and then it's kind of going down. <laughs> it's not an in intrinsic. We talked about this a bit last time in the the D and D brief. Is that an intrinsic behavior? Chewing, Ali, yeah. you've got a baby. Chewing. I don't think you have to learn yeah. to chew. I hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Remember, really you don't have otherwise. teeth to chew with for a long time. So. You, you, like no one tells you to chew. No one's like, okay, move your jaw a little bit. I don't think you have to watch someone chew to learn to chew. I think you just, you just know. Hmm. As you're eating, leaning against this tree, uh, enjoying your food, Tenebris, um, you catch sight of a sinewy older man. Um, you see a large hunting knife in his belt and... He's wearing a, a thin, long coat that comes down almost to uh, his leather boots. Um, one of his legs uh, has been cut off at the knee. And you can see, protruding from beneath the coat, uh, a series of hooks, metal hooks, um, that have been made into part of this uh, uh, replacement leg. Um, Tenebris is like stuffing, stuffing her mouth, and then like see sees him, and then it's just like oh oh, Chavin, Chavin, and then it's like finishing up and like scrambling up. And it's like Chavin, I found Chavin, I found Chavin. Oh yes, we're supposed to. Um, Maybe uh, it might be someone else. Let's see. I'm so excited. You're gonna follow him, like eating with more, slightly more enthusiasm. I'm gonna run. You look like you're enjoying him. that. Oh, <laughs> getting used to it. All right. The man looks over to you. Javid! Hi! Hi! I don't know you. Are you Javid? Who wants to know? We ate oh. food. My name is Tenebris. I would like to know if you are Chavis. Chavid. Chavid. Sorry. We heard I'm about not... you from the lady with the food. The yum. She, she said, stuff. oh, you Chavid will exchange gems. I don't know. Do you like gems? Look, I have gems! Chavid throws a scowl over towards the lady who ducks, turns away, ducks slightly down to get some spices from behind her walk. Alright. What is it that you want? We have all of these lovely, lovely gems and they are very pretty. Um, but we are very poor and we don't have any money or credit or anything. Um, and we just, like right here and we think it's lovely and we'd like to buy some more food gems that we found yeah to buy as soon as you take out the gems his whole expression changes his demeanor changes he stares down looks at them intently he puts his hand out uh takes one looks at it Mm. you're a trusting sort aren't you credit for gems is it all right. Show me what you've got. Show me the lot. Yeah. I'll help hold some. Well, you're just going to take everything out apart from one. He's going to hold one gem back. And the infinity remembers how many gems there were. (laughs) It's a mixture of rubies and sapphires. What are you holding back? Uh, He'll hold back a sapphire. And yeah. Okay. Um. He uh, looks at uh, this handful of gems that's being thrust into his face. He looks around him, looks behind him, thinks twice, looks at Uriel's fists, 
Hmm. Well, it's pretty poor quality, isn't it? Look at no. this. It's Emelina not... said they were worth quite a lot, actually. Yes, well, what does Emelina know about it, does she? She had an eyeglass. Yeah, the binoculars, they went boop, 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 and then she could see it really closely. Why don't you go and sell to Emelina, then? It sounds like you've got that all sewed up. We were going to sell to you. I don't think she was. Yes, you were, weren't no. you? Well, I can look at these, and I can tell you that they're, in total, they're probably worth 400 gold, if that. Insight check. Uh, okay, we're on an insight check. This episode, uh, Bates is nothing but insight. I know. 15. <laughs> uh, he, he is absolutely lying. Uh, you see a twinkle in his eye, and you can see that he's holding himself quite stiffly, uh, just trying to work out the best way of getting his way in this situation. You're That's lying. Clouds. <laughs> what? He's lying. At what? About how much they're worth. But he's going to give us 400 gold. That is so he much gold. He should be giving us more, clearly. How dare you? <gasps> Shillelagh. Oh, Jesus. I'll just cast <sighs> it and just have my arm turn into a club. No, infinity. Infinity. No, what? He's not... being rude. No, we, that is not. No, you're being rude. You have to be nice to people. Otherwise, they will think you're scary. He's, he's lying to you, Tenebris. As you're saying this, you're having this conversation looking at Tenebris, <laughs> your arm, sinews burst out of it, they rupture, this woody dark exterior goes around it, the metal, the pistons, the pipework bunches up and bursts out to form this knobbly, powerful looking metallo wooden club, uh, which you're just holding in front of you <laughs> like a... Like, to the side, really? Just... Just straight up, like a bonking club. Infinity, look at that! What? Look at what uh, is that for? Make an he... intimidation check. Hold <laughs> <laughs> a 19. 18. Oh man. Yeah, minus one. Nice. Uh, well done. Yeah, I, I would have given you advantage anyway, uh, but I yeah, mean let's see if I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh he looks up at the club. Ah. Uh, well, uh, maybe I could take another look. Difficult in this light conditions, always hard. It is hard, quite of dark. Course. Yes. Yes, very dark, <laughs> very dark indeed. If, if you'll, if you'll excuse me, looks up. You looks sure. up at the club. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, yes. My apologies, my apologies. Of course, this right. is uh, <laughs> this is worth a, a substantially large amount. It was the sapphires, you see. They were hidden underneath the rubies. It was difficult well, for me to. No, you uh, knew uh, before. You just lied about it. Uh, well, yes. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> It's 600 okay, just... gold. 600 gold. That sounds better. Very Is that well. good? Uh, have, you, uh, have you got a, uh, a crypto wallet that I could have that in by any chance? Hmm. Crypto wallet. Well, you can have this old card. I must warn you, though, that I don't know where it's been. Don't know who's tracking it, but you can have it if you wish. Sounds and good to me. He presents you a, a scuffed, uh, a flat piece of metal. So it's a flattened piece of metal which has uh, a series of um, digits embossed upon it, uh, and it's about the size of well, half the size of a credit card. 
like an equal credit card. The equal card. The equal right. credit card. Right. That is very, very nice of you, Chavid. Thank you for telling the truth. No, you're uh, you're you're very welcome. So, how do you, do you want it all on this card? Uh, no, no. Put two hundred on that, and then uh, ten here will take the other four hundred. I have this card. Yes, yes. Very well, very well. And uh, he takes both of the cards, and he reaches behind his head and he taps them against the base of his neck, one and then the other. And then he hands them back to you both. That is it? so cool. Scoops up the gems, opens his coat and pours them into a sort of <laughs> poacher's pocket on the inside. Pleasure doing business with you. And away he stomps into Lovely the hubbub of the group of people. A pleasure. It was all yours. You hear as he disappears. Oh. Okay, look. I'm gonna be, away. I'm gonna be, I know that that worked out really well. Yes. Right then, and we got more money. <laughs> yeah, I know that that seems like, yay, well done, Infinity. But no, that is not the message here. But not yay. Tenebris, he was lying to you. Yes, but okay. There are people lying all the time. That is how people are. They're like, oh, I'm lying, I'm lying. But that doesn't mean you you, the, you threaten to hit them with big hitty arm. Bonkarm. <laughs> Bonk well, the, bon the, the bonk arm's just like a parity check, really. You've got to make sure the information is, you know, correct. No, I knew it was wrong. I just bonking wanted him to people, tell us the truth. Bonking people is very, is more bad than lying to people. <laughs> I feel like you're not taking this seriously, Infinity. Infinity's taking it so seriously. It's Emily who's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so... Someone clip that, please. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't threaten to bonk people if they lie to me. Well, no, because it is like escalating, you know. Like someone is just doing a little lying, and then you're like, "I'm going to bonk you," and then they're like, "I'm going to stab you," and then before you know it, people are fighting each other. And I thought lying was bad. It, no, it is bad. It is bad, but there are like different levels of bad. And just but, because someone else does bad doesn't mean you have to do bad. You can. But he take... lied to you. Well, tell him off. Say, don't lie, please. I, I did, but without the or I will bonk you. Suppose. <laughs> I mean, you can't deny that it got results. Uh, I feel like it's, it's justified in this this situation. I'm so just one, a... one bad thing can eliminate another bad thing, and that's a neutral outcome. Right. You two give off different messages sometimes. There is definitely... Okay, all I know is that it is nice to be nice to people. And if other people are nice, that doesn't just mean you should not be nice. Because otherwise, no one in the world would be nice. But That's quite sad. I think being realistic, you're not going to get very far, you know, out here without some... Come bonking. on, come on, get out the trees! <laughs> come on, there's no quite no time! Oh, oh, do we have leaving. to go up a tree? Should we go down the tree? Shall we go with them? Oh, then we won't get paid by Reeve. No, I think um, we need... I know where to go. Oh, you know how to get back to Maybe the... Maybe we should stay up here before, you know, for the night. Uh, because, you know, the wolves. Oh, yeah. Kind of a have recent a traumatic memory. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. That is a good idea. But they are taking away all the platforms and the ropes. Are they taking the platforms or just the ropes? Also, how they do we get down? They are taking the platforms. You look around. Oh god, how are we going to get down? <laughs> oh god. Burly figures. Get the belt. <laughs> easing up the wooden boards oh, no. and carefully packing them away and storing them as they 
work their way from one side of the platforms to the other. And even this large um, merchant platform is starting to be taken away at the edges. And you can see that the hustle and bustle of people is ever so slightly starting to thin. I would love to stay here and eat food and see where everyone's going, but what if we stay too long and then we cannot get back down? Yes, I think that would be bad. Shall we so, go find a ladder and go down? Is there is a this... middle ground that we can, like, be off of the forest floor, that, maybe? Yeah, is agree. there a big branch? So you said some of the branches were really huge. Are there any that look huge enough for us to kind of... Yes, they're, they're massive. So even though the the platforms themselves have been constructed to make passage around the trunks easier the branches are easily walkable on you could lie down on them they're you know a meter two meters wide in some places should we sleep up here i was able to climb a tree but climbing is quite dangerous well we have uriel's belt the belt is staying on i've had enough i've had it when you were unconscious there was a point where i really really needed the rope and I didn't even suggest stealing your belt. You'll be glad to know. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Tenebris. You're welcome. I'm just a bit worried that we will wake up in the morning and look down and we will be a long way up and then someone will fall out of a tree. Uriel's belt is very long. Uriel just said he did not want us to use his belt. Look, if it comes down to it, we can use the belt, but can we please try and just keep it on? I want to stay warm tonight. We don't have to take it off now. No, you don't need it for now. <laughs> you can stay warm. We are so we're not to undress you. are real. We really, we're not, we don't want you to be unhappy. We want you to be warm and belted and clothed. We definitely, right. we all want that. Okay, come the morning and we can use the belt. Fine. Right, let's let's go. Otherwise, they're going to take the ground from underneath. Okay, them. okay. Why are they recycling all these? As we're wandering around, can I look for, like, somewhere that's not just on a branch, but, like, sheltered? Like, maybe a hollow in the thing? Sorry, I interrupted you, Sermon. Yes, you you walk around the the circumference of this tree following um, uh, this uh, uh, platform. And although uh, you don't see anything at the level of the platform what you do see is just above your head maybe a couple of branches up um a deep sort of infill uh, into the the trunk something that looks like it's been made maybe by an animal or something which is but is now empty and um clean and clear okay we can sleep here look it all will be warm we will all huddle together and try not to freeze to death are there any wolves not in the tree i don't Wolves don't live in trees. I met that. Well, I'll take your word for it. But it was not um, wolf size. I met like it was like little like, and it was very beautiful. But um, probably wouldn't eat us. That sounds lovely. It was really hungry. Yeah, you'd have liked it in Trinity. I was not turned on at that point. Yeah. Before we go to, (laughs) God damn it. God damn it, guys! I didn't even realize I said it. Blindsided me. <laughs> I blindsided myself. So um... before before we go to bed, maybe we should um, 
I want to go see if the, the giant machine, is it going to fly away? They were like, we're going to leave. And then there were it's balloons. It's flying away like, already. Is it, is it, are they all going to fly away? Let's see. Let's go and see, please. Watch. Where are we going to stand if they're all flying away? Because they're taking away all of the platforms. <laughs> the platforms are going to be on the things that are flying oh, away. I'll stand on a branch, Yuri. They're very yeah. big. But like a branch that is has a good view. Like stargazing. We look for a branch with a good view. Um, you walk your way out. Um, so you, you have to do a little bit of climbing, um, but you make it up um, towards the upper layer of this huge old uh, tree. It's, it's, it's um, massive, massive old pine. Uh, and you walk out along one of the thicker branches until you break out of the leaf layer and you can see the sky. And <coughs> what you see above you are tens and tens of black silhouettes, some smaller, some larger, all circular, just rising slowly out of the tops of the trees, silhouetted against the starlight, silently, and hanging beneath them, tiny figures, sometimes multiple, sometimes uh, little constructions, almost like boats um, hanging beneath these orbs, but you can't see them well. It's just the silhouette of them against the stars and the moon, and they float uh, like bubbles away across the tops of the trees. It's very beautiful. Tenebris, um, before before the wolves arrived, you were going to show us. Um, are there are there still people around? By now, there is uh, no one left in the treetops. The final parts of the lights have gone out, and it's almost pitch black. The only reason you can see is the light of the moon, the light of the stars, which with all of your dark vision does mean you see quite clearly, but just in black and white in contrast. Um, but there is no one else here, no. I don't quite know what you were going to show us, but you were about to show us something, and we said we wouldn't be scared of you. And I know now I definitely wouldn't be scared of you because you saved our lives. Yes, and I'm lovely. You are lovely. Okay. Maybe, okay. Um, okay, Uriel? Yep. Don't freak out, okay? I'm not giving you the belt. <laughs> no, it's not I don't need the belt. I'm just warning oh, okay, you. Okay, I'm on board then. Don't freak out, okay? Okay? Okay. And then, in Uriel's head, without speaking out loud, I'm going to be like, Hi, Uriel, it is me, the Nebris. I'm in your head. Wait, one sec. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just roll for, roll for freak out. Hang on. <laughs> okay. So I just rolled to see if I fell off the branch out of shock. Oh, oh no. Oh, you absolute prick. <laughs> and I said to myself, if it's a nat one, he's gone. He's like killed over backwards. Oh, I just I rolled a two. <laughs> Can we say I catch you yeah. <laughs> with the two? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> you real? <laughs> Um, sorry, 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 Ariel. What did you do to him? I'm sorry, Ariel. Uh, she was in my head. But in a nice way, not in the horrible way. Uh, uh, I don't know if it works on 
robots. Okay, let me Wait, try. Can you put me back on the branch, please? Okay, come yeah, back. Put you back on the branch. <laughs> come back. How how did you do that? Uh, Is that a neural implant? When did you put it in me? When I was asleep. Please, can you can you try on me? Okay, but you don't really have. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I don't know how your brain works, though, Infinity. Oh, it's a neural network. Okay. Um, I think I think you probably hear this, but you like maybe hear it, like I don't know, like slightly glitchy or in like a like a weird frequency or something. But yeah. I will say, um, hello, Infinity. Can you hear me? And yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> you, you weren't, you weren't moving your mouth. You weren't doing the vocal cord thing, and I, I still understood you. I didn't hear anything then. That's the fun part, but sometimes even the fun part that really freaks people out and then they don't like it and find out about the other parts and then they really don't like it. What's the other part? part? Uh, the other part, um, I don't, the other part, we don't like to do the other part. Um, the other part is, is, is like the, the pain in your head. Oh no, I would like you not to do that. Wait, when you say we, who's we? Oh, so then the other other part is that it's not just me that is here and you. Vinity looks around. <laughs> and you're real. It is, it is, there are some friends here with us. Friends? Uh-huh. And are these friends here right now? <laughs> yes. They are always here. They are always everywhere. Well, everywhere around here. What? Right. Where are they? Well, usually you can't see them because they are very small. Uh-huh. <laughs> How do you see them? Well, sometimes. One sec. One sec. What have I got left? Um, uh, okay. Um, she's she's going to sort of close her eyes and think for a bit um and it's it starts off little 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 spots of light around and again it's that kind of like you can can't quite see it but they sort of convalesce um into i'm going to say three small sort of like glowing spheres just sort of like floating around us She's also going to just look around and make sure people have gone, because that's a bit obvious. Tenebris. Did you do that? No. no I am Muriel. Nice to meet you. Oh, hello. I'm Infinite Sky 6000. Uh, do, have you been here the whole time? Because you could have helped uh, a couple of key points over the past couple of days. Um, we did. We were just pretending not to. Right. Snippers, okay. this is beautiful. Okay, well, we are going to stop now in case someone looks and sees. What would be bad about that? It will... Uh, it, it is not... I don't know where... Um, I don't know where it all comes from, and um, I don't want anyone to... to are they, find out. Are they bugs? Um, I don't really know. Uh... Are they bugs? Like, they're not like insects, no. Oh, 
So where you come from, is, is everybody like this with, with, you know, these glowing things with you? Is this just you, Tenebris? I don't know, maybe it is just me. But I, I found them, and then um, we go everywhere together now. But I don't know if it is a good thing or not. Because people... Why? Well... You know, people didn't... I don't know. They, I just don't know if it is a good thing. People don't oh, it's like helped, it. It's helped us get through. If you were saying they helped before. Yes, and, and then one of the wolves, and then I was like, ha, ah, and then um, Barrax, and then they, they got inside his brain and twisted it into pain. But I, we don't usually do that because we're usually very, very nice. You are very nice. Yes, thank you. This so is... Are you, are you, is your friend going inside my head when you're making me hear these things? No, I don't think they're inside your head. They're just all around. And then we can, like... You have to... You kind of have to know how the inside of heads work, and then you can change it from the outside, I think. Oh. So they're reprogramming our brains to talk to us. Is that right? Um, I don't really... It's not reprogramming like a computer. Well, whatever it is, it's um, if it's Amazing. been useful up until now, then if you think you could stop us getting eaten by wolves in future, uh, a okay to use it from me. You must it's be just... very special to Nebris. If all these creatures wanted to be friends with you, maybe they wanted to be friends with me because, you know, I'm, I'm. Special. Special, yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Because you're so nice. Because I'm very nice. Yes. I am very nice, and no one needs to be afraid of us because we are only doing good. But if people find out, then they might think we're doing bad, or they might want us to do bad. So we're just going to keep very quiet and not tell anyone that we are all here together. Okay. Okay. Do they have names? They are not lots of them. They are like one them. And I am also one with them sometimes a little bit, you know? What? Like we are no, all I sort don't. of together. But do they have a name? What do I you can't... call them? I don't really need to call them anything because they are always here and I am part of them so I don't really need to talk to them and I can't talk to them because they don't talk but they just are how can you have friends that don't have names is it uh, more like you're in a cloud like you're sort of distributing you know the processing power between you and all the other members of the cloud you're just the big physical one and then they're like little processing centers that you can use run specific functions on maybe I like that maybe we are all a cloud. That sounds very happy and gentle and nice. We can call them the cloud. Okay. Tenebris and the cloud. Okay. As I am also you're in the saying cloud. this, okay. clouds, in the cloud. <laughs> clouds start to drift over the sky, slowly obscuring the moon and the stars. And whereas it seemed dark before, now 
real darkness falls and you can barely see beyond the outside of the tree that you're in. You hear the sounds of the nightjar, you hear the crickets, sometimes the howl of a lone wolf. A thick sap scent fills your nostrils and you all feel deathly tired and weary. We should go to sleep. I'm very glad you're both here. I'm glad we're both here too. This has not been a good day. No. I'm sorry again. I'm glad that we're all like friends together and we like each other and, and are friends. Well, we're all looking out for each other and if you're in the cloud are looking out for me in infinity, then we're looking out for you. Gonna get them both hugs. Oh. Not quite at that point yet. Blake. I'm learning about this and I sort of put <laughs> everyone in, including you. <laughs> no, Uriel said no, thank you. Oh, oh no. no, but I like hugs. Oh, I know, but Uriel, do you like the hug? I could, I could get used to this. Okay. Okay, okay, okay stop. Yeah, okay. Well, um, Tenebris, do you want to go to sleep first and I can... Is that okay? Do you mind? No, you're very injured. Are you? How are you feeling? Oh, you I feel first. better than I did earlier. I did a little defrag, so... No, uh, Infinity, you have had a really hard day. You have to, you know, whatever it is you do. Oh, okay, I, I can go first. <sighs> Uriel's asleep again. Oh, that you is know good. he snores. <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> good, good night, Infinity. Good night, Tenebris. <laughs> Oh, just yeah. Collapse. They <laughs> just did that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Just I love this head the Still weird. Back Still back. weird. Okay. <laughs> we went back to the little cosy thing right now. It, yeah. so, nice oh, cozy, what's yeah. his name? Level long bottom. It just gets petrificus. <laughs> and then oh, Infinity just goes. Petrificus so does. Tenebris is, is going to write some really happy things in her notes. Tenebris, um, you sketch down the last of these thoughts and then uh, I'm right thinking that you meditate, is that right? Or do you sleep just in very condensed form? Uh, It is trancing um, by the mechanics. Um, What do you do? um, I feel like, I feel like it's not like fully awareness, fully aware. It's, it's like you know, you're trancing, but you're more easily woken up. Okay. Um, For the benefit you allow of yourself to... who don't know D&D very well, obviously mm. I do. Uh, what does trancing mean in the D&D context? <laughs> that is elves, D&D context. trance rather than sleep. Yeah, basically it's it's a mechanic to make elves sleep for only four hours versus normal things which sleep for eight hours. Right. That seems to be the only... Yeah, so there's no mechanical difference other than that. Meditate yeah. semi-consciously with a sort of dream... Um, As you slip into the closest you can come to sleep, um, you, uh, for the first time, you feel uh, the shadow. I was supposed to be, I I thought I was supposed to, I thought we were, I see you were doing the keeping watch, Infinity sleeping for the first four hours, and then I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Um, I was just so into all of the. We normally thing. go the other way around, so that's that's probably why. It's um, the first time we switched it out. Tenebris, you stay up, um, just scritching in your notepad that you can still see even in this intense darkness. Um, roll a perception check as the night wears on. You look out over the treetops um, in the darkness, you hear the sounds of the animals, and the forest seems resting, and your watch passes uh, without any incident. Is it cold up here? It is. Mountains, we're up a tree. God damn it. It is. But you're in a forest. So the... forest, forest microclimates are, have less variance in temperature. <clears throat> Here at the top, the winds rushing down from the tops of the mountains are not broken by the tree cover, and you do shiver uh, as you stay awake for your watch. I will, I will then, at the end, wake up Infinity. Yeah. Infinity, before you wake, the same dreams, the green, the light, and for the first time coalescing you start to feel like the image is taking some sort of shape as though you're getting the hint of a grove somewhere but that's all good morning Tenebris you should go it's not sleep. morning yet it's still I dark know. Very morning. She's woken up. <laughs> you should go okay. to sleep. Okay, but it is it is okay. It is cold here. Can you just make sure you're sitting just so I can just sort of like Oh yes, I want to I'm watch going to be around the sun. you. Okay, I don't know where the sun will be, but just you know, maybe if we, we just huddle a little bit. Oh okay. Because it is cold and I don't want to die of cold. Right. Your cold world. Why is this planet so cold? I'm sorry. That's okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Infinity will just look out over the trees and watch the stars and the sun come up in a few hours, I guess. Roll a perception check. Oh, yeah, and probably keep a lookout. Ooh, 11. 11. Um, you look out over the trees and as the first trickle of light seeps into the sky, uh, you sense change around you. It's very slight. It's a scent that's filling your nostrils. And it's just a very slight sweetness. And you look around you and you see tiny buds starting to open in the very earliest of the dawn light little purple flowers with long frondrils sticking out of the center with tiny balls of uh, sap and pollen on the end get a science check on the word frondrils 
fronds and tendrils combined, maybe? <laughs> it's it's a space word. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a space word. It's a space word. <laughs> and then you hear... I hate it. Uh, but with less sort of squelching. Um, and you see tiny shapes tiny bats landing on the flowers munching up the pollen and flying away again she just watches and just so happy um the I sun think she rises. probably drew across one of the flowers as well in her hand and just creates a little one you stand uh roll a slice of hand check Oh no! I'm going to kill a bat. <laughs> oh, I, I really might. It's a natural one, minus one, so zero. It's an actual zero. Oh no, sorry, um, it's plus one. It's plus one. It's 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 natural. Uh, <laughs> the the bats never even come close. You craft this like, flower, which looks huh? amazing. But, <laughs> yes. yes. What do you like? It? The concept of stealthy hand movement has escaped you. <laughs> It's like a huge sunflower. <laughs> it's the wrong <laughs> kind of flower. Have a flower. <laughs> Tenebris, as you sleep, uh, you feel the shape of their thoughts in your dreams, just ever so slightly. You've never been inside their heads before. And this is now familiar, the echo of their thoughts. Uriel, Again, the coldness of your dreams encloses you. And then you all wake as the sun rises. I saw bats. Uh, what? Bats. I, I saw... I'd never seen a bat. Is it, did the bats attack us? Did no. they get attacked by bats? No, they were just having food. Oh, okay. Great. I just tried to sleep off a wolf bite. I feel alright, actually. Are you okay? Yeah, I feel kind of uh, back to the way I was before. Good. Are you okay, Infinity, after you are broken? Oh, yes, I feel, I feel fine. I feel... I feel... kind of better than I ever felt, apart from a headache. Oh. But mostly... I feel great because, apart from I'm in a tree, okay, there are a lot of downsides to this situation, but apart from being in the tree with a headache, I have my friends and um, we did a job and we have so much money. I've never seen so much money before and and we are in the tree, but once we get out of the tree, everything is going to be great. We're going to get to bow, we're going to get even more money and then we can yeah. get off of this rock. Where are we going to go? <gasps> The shipyards. Uriel is going to get us all jobs, and we will make new life in shipyard. Oh, I, I'm going to go to shipyards. We'll see. We'll, we'll worry. We'll, we'll worry about passage for the rest of you. I mean, Infinity. I think you'd be very welcome. We, right. I, I'm sure we could probably sort something for you as well. How much is passage? I never handled that side before, but I'm guessing it's going to be quite a bit. So oh. let's get to Val. Work out how much we've got, how much credit we've got. Because shuttle from Braxic, uh, from Gunka to Val was like quite a lot, and yeah, 
I guess if you're going to another planet, then it is maybe a lot, a lot. I will probably stay here. In the forest? On Praxagan too. Because it is like your, your child that you made. Well, I don't know, but it might be. Maybe. You can adopt Praxagan to any. Anyway. I don't know if you can adopt a planet. You can. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, wouldn't you want to go to somewhere that is barren and make it a new planet? I could. That's not really what I'm programmed for. It's what you were made for. You've got all this equipment to bring life to a planet. For Braxigantu. Doesn't have to be just here. It, well, it, it it does. Was it called Braxigantu before you got here? Yes. They named it. Nice. Maybe you could make Braxigan 3. <laughs> oh no, I think you're spelling it wrong. Um, it's uh, it's T U at the end. That was amazing. Not the number. Oh. That was the best joke in the campaign. I'm so happy. <laughs> that was that was incredible. Should we go to Val? Let's go we need to, to get out of a tree. <laughs> okay, I've got a good feeling about this. I don't let's... think anything's going to go wrong. Oh dear. Okay. Okay. The simple oh things, everyone. <clears throat> also, also, let's keep an eye out for wolves, because did you hear them howling yesterday and in the night? And oh my gosh, I don't want to fight the wolves again. Next time, let's all just climb a tree if we see wolves, okay? As you have this conversation, um, you're lowering yourself the side. <laughs> out of the tree. Um, the giant and bat. we'll say that with the judicious application of Uriel's rope. Um, uh, I'm going down first, all right? <laughs> with Tenebris' uh, experience climbing the tree, uh, you both managed to shepherd Infinity down, who is not uh, having the best time of it. Just falls like a rock. You reach the, <laughs> you reach the forest floor, uh, and Infinity, with the survival check that you rolled last time, you definitely know the way to go. And in a couple of hours of trekking uh, through the forest underbrush, um, you start to hear the sounds of machines, the sounds of engines. And you realize that on your way, you've actually seen less movement. You've seen less uh, of the shapes and flitters of of animals as you've come closer and closer and as you break the tree line you see in front of you uh, the fencing the rough hewn fencing uh, of Val surrounding um, the colony itself oh. and you hear from inside the sound of shouting oh no and the sound of music. And the sound of the occasional <laughs> of gunfire. What? And then what? cheering. Oh. The sounds of arguments of, of revelry, but mixed in with a little smattering of chaos. And as you walk your way around and reach the gate of Val you see that it's been left open, that the guards are not at their post, and inside you see 
miners all over the place, clumped together in groups, swaying drunkenly across the grass, shouting at each other, wagging their fingers. You can hear a raucous merriment, uh, and you see the source of the music, what looks like a, a sprightly, uh, older-looking uh, person with a machined arm protruding from thick furs is playing the fiddle in the middle of the road, and there's a gang of miners all dancing in a sort of impromptu Kaylee around her, uproariously metal legs all churning the uh, the ground and the grass up to mud and they slip and they slide as they fall over, there's cheering and they dance more and around them gaggles and groups of other miners, other people who've been working in Val, some of them looking upset, some of them angry, some of them shouting. You see uh, one or two of them, one throws a punch, misses, falls over, the other one jumps on the back of them. It's all a bit chaotic. And that is where we will leave it for today. Hey. Nothing Aww. bad can come from this at all. Everyone's so happy. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure the guns are happy guns. Happy guns. Right, welcome back, everyone. Um, if you notice that there was a short break there. I don't know. I think it gets edited put, out. So I put a little bit of music in the notice. podcast. Oh, it just okay. does a little bit of music and then we We get a, a subtle transition that. in the video. So <laughs> Thanks for drawing just attention to that. Yeah, I was say, what I mean is, nothing has happened and no time has passed. Hello. Um, it is, <laughs> it's it a time. great segue. <laughs> the horrifying got... reality that everything happens simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> no time has passed. <laughs> It is time for your favourite part of the show. It is the D&D brief. Yes! Not just our favourite because we liked the name. It is largely, largely that. Because of the name. Yeah. This is the kind of name where we pick some sciencey topics that have uh, come up in the story. Um, we talk about them. We try and explain everything that's happened with sort of real science or uh, places that real science might be able to go. Um, Feasible and... science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we give you some fun science facts um so uh as as some people have anticipated i have a few things that yeah. i was going to talk about before, i've been waiting for this day into that um are there any uh major questions things that have come up in this episode that we could either talk about briefly or save for future dnd briefs the I only thing i wrote down was salivating um, oh, as a science you, oh, well, thing and why we that. do great. it it's great, okay. it's and then question. I realised I don't know and I didn't look it up in the break so I just think that's an interesting <laughs> thing why do we salivate? why do animals salivate? why do Lion some animals not salivate? because if you don't have any saliva you can't eat when people are yeah but what's well, the point of seeing something and having like an inordinate amount well, not an inordinate am, amount am I, am I correct to saying seen dogs that so, is it saliva contains amylase so it's one of those mm -hmm. enzymes that immediately starch. breaks down yeah. sugars so what if it's That's... like i'm anticipating that there's going to be food and i want the energy now i'm always now, anticipating now, now. bread it's just constantly <laughs> That's... Gen genuine question though since we've been talking about this has anyone else's mouth started to feel yeah. like it's salivating yeah, 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 yeah. because mine has mm. well, that, um, is that, that, that is the interesting it's not just looking at food it's thinking about food your body starts physiologically preparing for the ingestion mm. of food I just think uh, it's really interesting how like some animals, like if you see a dog, it is like globules and it's like, that's, that's too much. That's also for I cooling think that's though, of their that's panting. Lips. 
It's because of yeah. their lips that don't close properly like ours. We have a nice seal. We're full of saliva. We just yeah. Do, do wolves go around drooling everywhere? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Cats, cat, cats will do it if you like. Uh, some cats will do it if you stroke them in a particular, like if you pet them in a way that they really enjoy. They'll just start drooling. <laughs> like, I think that might be because my old cat was weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is like. And she said, "Well, my recent cat, a Jasmine, used to drool when she slept." And like, you know, you'd wake up and there'd be just, it, it was like a, a, a drunk toddler. Was like, doing when you uh, sleep, creepy or endearing? Oh, depending on who's doing it and how much there is. Suboptimal, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely situationally dependent. <laughs> Surely there's like a, there's like a local maximum. And then there's also like the further, if you get really far from that, it's, it's, it's also kind of endearing. Cause it's like, oh, bless. That's. That's 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 unique. Yeah. Are you dehydrated now? <laughs> we also had in chat Blindfish Ideas was saying the future currency chat, which is something oh, I know yeah, that Ali, yeah. you've been you put a lot of thought into. Sud this. Suddenly I was like, what? There's a whole there's a whole thing about currency that Ali's <laughs> yeah. got going on. We're gonna have to do that sometime, right? I think we need to yeah, do a, a, a big one on that, a full, a full, a full chat. When we got lots of time, mm, Ali's currency. That's a good idea. Yeah. System. Very briefly, I really like like flowers that are evolved just to be pollinated by bats. Flowers that only oh, bloom yeah. at night, so that the bats and moths mm. can can pollinate. Oh, that's stuff. a cool and idea. Sometimes they're like really weird, like hanging shapes, just to sort of optimize the battiness. Um, <laughs> the battiness. Yeah, because it'll be yeah. like a specific species of bat is meant to pollinate it, and very and it's not cool. that rare, like, it, but bats are a very common pollinator. Yeah, the yeah they're super common. And you're like, what bats? I like, and bats. you see some of them, I think it's something like the fruit bat or something, because it's so big. All, all that happens is it just stacks it into whatever it's going yeah. towards. So it's just, and there's a, <laughs> a pollen. Oh, just, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like getting a cake and being like, I did it. <laughs> just wrestling this fruit to the ground and like, and then it's just, Covered and in the then, stuff that it's like, then, <gasps> another cake watching and being like, come over here, come, come over on. here, do it again. <laughs> and then when it like rolls in the other cake, it's like, aha, yeah. I love the idea of, of plants being like, come on, do it again. Do it, come you fuck. On. Come on. You want to. <laughs> hit me, hit me. <laughs> The other thing that was interesting from a biological perspective was how large the trees are in Braxigantu. Because like I know yeah. that is something that has been mentioned before that all the trees are huge and like mm. quite why that would be the case. And also but I think there's I oh sorry. Oh, no, no, you yeah. go. I was wondering as well, just from a kind of physics from a physical perspective, I don't know how trees can get that big if all they use is transpiration up those little teeny tiny tubes. Like, how can you get enough water? Is it about yeah. you just slow your metabolism so that you don't... I just have no idea. Yeah. You know, the always capillary effect way. would be the limiting factor, I'd imagine, yeah. I also feel like they need less water once they get so huge. Not like less than they ne needed before, but like comparatively less than what they needed before. And I don't know why I think that. Is that wrong? Everyone's I have no idea. Also, but, my question well, is how much of a tree leaves need water? is just structural and mm. no longer needs to be... It, yeah. The inside, the outside of the bark, yeah. which is the bit which actually does yeah, stuff, exactly. and then the inside is just inside. dead, right? Mm. I mean, they could probably evolve specific leaf shapes so that moisture, like dew, would would collect on them. Because like certain desert species do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, that that, that exists. So you could, um, you know, if you, know if, if, it... if you grew exclusively in a particular like microclimate, especially if you're in a forest that you create the climate then you know there's, there's going to be dew every morning. I'm sure that there are desert plants where um, dew collects on the bottom of the leaf where it's shaded. 
and it's um, like that right and, and so then it drips in yeah and I, I don't know about the drip thing because obviously i have to always oh, it drips down to the soil and then i don't know if that's maybe i yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know do need to look that up don't know I, if the botany yeah. another question maybe we should wait till alley one got loads is um dark and silent balloons rising up into the sky oh yeah that was beautiful balloon like, transport is, is what tight what was the mechanics um, yeah i suppose uh, it should have been like as they all have propellers and stuff but yeah oh no we'll pretend they didn't i like, I like what, the if, idea. what if the trees had a symbiotic relationship with like a creeper or a vine or something that transported water mm. what if they're the pollinators what if they pollinate these huge trees the balloons no, the people on the balloons traveling between the trees. They're painting cool. the pollen. Oh, I see. No. Oh, the people well, love pollen. They how... just yeet themselves into the flowers. Like, <laughs> 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 Didn't we also have a bit of an issue where we're not sure we're not sure how old this planet is for things to have evolved. Like everything on this planet in like Infinity or some sort of a droid must have put there a design to be working in a certain way. So you know, the fish people. You know, there's the really close-up, like, sort of nature documentary films of, like, it's really super close-up on the flower, wait for the bat to arrive. And this guy's been sitting there for, like, three days, just waiting and waiting. And then you just hear... It's <laughs> <laughs> the escalating scream. <laughs> we could put that on TikTok of just one of us just suddenly, like, doing, like, a, someone do a David Attenborough voice about, like, waiting for a pollinator to arrive. And then someone else just, like, body slams onto a flower. <laughs> and it's just us recreating various animals. That, that should, we should do that should as like a Christmas special, just us recreating some of our weirdest clips, but like we dress up as like a bee yeah. <laughs> and just roll around. Anyway. About. Yeah. Okay, uh, right, I'm going to stop you because I've got such cool stuff. Yeah, we want to talk about yours, then. Because, so, um, yeah, I was, I was so nearly there a few episodes ago. I was like, what did we tell you about my, oh no. Well, Ali tried to kill oh. everyone. <laughs> Again. I've said sorry so many times. I'm so <laughs> no, sorry I could be. No, it's good. We love it. We love getting eaten bubbles. I had a great time. Um, you can get eaten bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was good. Um, so, so I, uh, Tenebris obviously doesn't um, necessarily know what my plans were for this or yeah. um, what everything is and what everything means but um i feel like Bates certainly had some ideas like did anyone have any any sort of things that they kind of thought it was either beforehand or, or afterwards yeah like i picked up on the um potential parasitic kind of vibe when i think you said we need to we did we had a bad job before and like you kept saying we and i was like she keeps saying we. There's I more always than assumed her. that there was like a and communal thing, like you were part of a large community of people that were all similar. It was. It was when you. I think you said at some point, um, we had to leave, and I was like, wait, so not you and someone else, and I think they're still here from the way you're talking, and I was sat there and I was like. Ooh, ooh, and I think you can see it in the episode. I can't remember when it was at all, but you can see me yeah, doing yeah. like, <laughs> oh. Um, and then the, uh, part of it was from seeing like I've seen like the artwork with like the um the lights kind of coming out. So I was shout like, maybe it's spores. Oh, shout out you know, to Cass who does all of our gorgeous. art. Oh, you love the art. Beautiful. If you're listening on on um, podcast, uh, try and come on to one of the videos and just check out the intro sequence. Oh, yeah, got trailer oh, as well. The video is it's, it's glorious. stunning. Um, and Thank God you didn't die. 
Yeah, the sp- like <laughs> you were the one that ha- could have stopped that. <laughs> he did. He did stop it. He did stop it. We didn't I die. Did. So it's fine. I did. But you, no, you, so I like I like this this the the parasitic idea. It also slightly ties into the cordyceps, which I was talking about last week. But that is not um, the the sort of main biological basis mm. for what I was thinking about for this. Um, is it mushrooms? Not and like spores. Exactly. No, it is slime molds. Was my concept. Oh. So. The slime molds are a very sort of strange group of organisms. Um, they're eukaryotic organisms, cells. They aren't really a real sort of single group of things, um, but they are the name, the name given to this sort of like weird cells. And the main, I, I, the cool thing about slime molds is that sometimes they are individual cells. Sometimes they come together and form almost the rudimentary basis of a multicellular organism, um, but can then split up again. So it it depends what which which kind you're talking about. So the dictostelids, we like them, um, can be hanging out. Dictostelid. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I said dictostelid. Just dick, get dick, a grip. Say that. It's just, I, I'm just. I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I was just trying to get everyone to <laughs> acknowledge. Dick. That it... I didn't laugh. <laughs> dick, po, dictostelids. I'm just. Boil and mash him, stick him in his stew. <laughs> <laughs> dictostelid slime molds can be like individual, um, uh, like organisms or actually amoeboid ones as well where they can be little like a little amoeba on its own if there's a situation where like they're short of food they can come together and act as oh, one organism no. <laughs> sorry oh, it's a song, it's a song. It now. yeah so i know that one yeah <laughs> Um, it's from the 60s. That's yeah, crazy. I know that. I know. I was like, that's old. That's my Your era. era. <laughs> I know that one. I know. I mean, yeah. Um, so they can form like um, some of the dictosolids form like a slug thing. So this is like, we're talking like tiny, right? But like it's got a front end and a back end and it's got rudimentary senses and it can like move forward. Okay. Um, and, and it's kind of like, I, I always kind of think of it as like, you know, is this sort of like the basis of, of, of multicellularity? Like these creatures can be multicellular organisms or they can be single-celled organisms. That's so cool. But they're, they're, so they're cool. different from most multicellular organisms in that the cells are not highly specialized, right? Like they are, each cell seems to be highly but hang varied. on, you're saying, but if you're you saying the front slug thing, you're saying the slug thing can um, sense, because that must, that must mean that there is specialization within the slug and if it's got a front and a back as but well. It doesn't have or at least they can tell if they're surrounded by other cells of their type. So the ones at the front can tell that there's nothing in front of them and they give off signals saying, I want to go this way. And then it's sort of like chain reaction back maybe. And then the ones mm. at the back are like, oh, I'm getting a signal from in front of me like a f- or from this fish. side of me at least. So there must be something there. It must be, and they, they're giving me a signal. So it's forward. So I'm the back now. <laughs> And then they, it's like in a donkey costume. Because they also obviously, yeah, they don't have neurons. And there are some slime molds oh, right. that can exhibit a kind of learning. And kind of the idea of, uh, of learning in such an alien creature. So, so the, the sort of specific it's kind of learning ah, that they do is kind of like habituation. So habituation um, is kind of like getting, like when you get used to a stimulus, when you realize it's not harmful. So um, one example that I read that I was really liked was like, when you put on your clothes and you you're not 
feeling your clothes against your skin all the time. Like you are not sensing that you are wearing clothes. Now everyone just... is. Yeah, and suddenly like, oh, I can feel like a tongue in my mouth. I'm consciously blinking. Oh, don't say the tongue in the mouth thing. Ah, ah, I hate it. Saliva. I'm now consciously breathing. Thanks. So they can. Can I just add one more thing to your slime mods? I don't know if you're going to contest. They. They can form fruiting bodies. That's another thing that they have. Like the reason blubber. that's the reason that's significant oh, is because it. you've got individuals, right? You've got individual slime molds, like amoeboid slime molds. They live in their life. When they come together to form a fruiting body, they form a little stalk with a little blob on top. The cells that are in that stalk aren't going to reproduce. That stalk is is like a genetic dead end, an evolutionary dead end, right? It's it's sacrificing itself for the ones on top of the blob because then they, they they're able to that's to crazy spread. to think about so it's like a, ants well, it, well again or it's like multicellular organisms and it's kind of got that that like similarity with both where like you know only our um what they called cells egg and sperm insofar cells as, insofar as colonies are like multicellular organisms yeah. And yeah, yeah. So it is. It is more like a colony. I was um, dropping some colony hints actually earlier mm -hmm. in the yeah. game as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. is the term yeah. super? I know we talked about this. Was it last week or two weeks ago? The idea of superorganisms. Like, is that more sort of more accurate for something like a colony? Well, then, like, where I, I think it's just a really interesting question of where where do you draw the line? And in again, in evolution, if you think back about you know how multicellularity. Uh, evolved. Where do you draw the line between it being separate organisms that that come together in in a in a colony, or a single organism? Now, so th there's another kind of um, slime mold, which is even weirder. Actually, plasmodial slime molds, a kind of one giant floating cell, but with lots of DNA inside, but no cell walls. Like it's not separated. There's just free floating oh! DNA inside them. But like, you but there's DNA. Yeah, yeah. For DNA for for them, their DNA to code. Yeah, it's like a like shared a, a, a bubble of DNA. Yeah, but you can also split them up, right? Oh, so oh, if you if you um, split them up and you teach one side something like this 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 negative stimuli doesn't hurt you, i.e. habituation, i.e. they've learned to get used to it, and then you like re-merge them. So they can all learn it and then split it up again. Well, you can't split up the same ones again. But like basically it's it's memory transfer between organisms because they're you can split it up and it's now two separate organisms, That's both of which have that knowledge. Does that mean that if Tenebris if a part of Tenebris's situation like learns something? Then it will transfer to Tenebris and, and the rest of all that, all the colony. Well, in in real life, plasmodial slime molds are physically connected to each other. And the way I've described the little dots, it's much more like the other kind of like amoeboid slime molds, where they can be separate but they can come together to do things. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this the sort of idea of te the telepathic link is maybe a different way of of combining everything yeah i like the i like the combination of the different like aspects of it That's so really how cool. do you how do you propose that they uh change people's brain well how, oh, how, yeah. how's the that is so i do want to come back to that but basically um that's like I, I feel like that's a whole other separate thing because all of my spells now now that we've got this basis of i have this slime mold concept right so i have this concept that 
there are, you know, microscopic single-celled organisms covering her, covering the ground um, that can sort of float in the air and spread and stick onto things. Starting from that basis, um, I then have another sort of set of ideas about how every single spell I have, including the telepathy, would actually work. But I want to save that okay. for another time. Oh, Basically, like infinity in her multitude of spells. Yeah. And it's like, I have all the robotic things and also loads of biology <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that is good. awesome. That's one really more cool. Fun fact about slime molds. Um, not particularly relevant, but it's very cool. Uh, so, I think someone referenced it in chat as well. Um, uh, a, f a fun experiment they did with, with slime molds, which is again plasmodial slime molds, is that they put them in a petri dish, right? And if you put it in a petri dish and put little bits of oats in places, what it will do is it will spread out and it will find the oats. I mean, it's again, it's like one big thing. And then it will um, take away its, you know, it will retract from areas where there's no food and kind of focus on the areas where there is food, but it will retain connections between itself. Oh, no way. So what they, they've done, like various people have actually done this with different, different places, is do things like take the major cities in England or the major stops on the in Tokyo and they put food in on the sort of map of where those would be right <laughs> and then they let the slime mold connect and it forms these connections and the connections that it forms are very very similar to like the major rail networks that people have built awesome. to get between these places most efficiently so it's kind of like an independent, uh, you know, way of designing maps. And the the funny thing I thought uh, that I saw was when they were they did it for like the UK, um, and apparently the slime molds never designed the M4. I'm just like, news. No one needs that. No, no. <laughs> there are much better ways to make motorways that don't involve the M4. It's an incredibly boring road. I feel like people would be happier if there was no M4. I did have a question for, so, you know, in universe, this, basically the slime mold took a shine to Tenebris and they formed a colony with her. Does that mean that another human could join and would all the memories that they have become one with Tenebris and the slime mold? Are we about to witness the start of the war? Oh no, are we all going to become, become one? one. <laughs> You will be That'll be really hard to roleplay if we have biological to. technological <laughs> distinctiveness. A lot of texting between you. Yeah, being like three, two, one. Hello. <laughs> With the time delay as well, that'd be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'd have to play in person. Um. Be like the twins from The Shining. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like three of us. The triplets. I, I, I like awesome. my slime molds because I know I know how all my spells work. Yeah, based on that, but I don't also I don't really know what's going on with them. How yeah. you know? The I am excited to find out more about the slime molds and that's a really really cool way of doing it. Yeah, Tenebris and the cloud. Maybe we should yeah. call it Tenebris and the slime. I really love <laughs> how Simon like Uriel solidly interprets everything through a technological lens. Oh, it's so, so good. good! Really it's great! So good! So good! It's the, it's the way he views oh, the world. Oh, it's cloud computing, and you're like, uh, yeah, I guess it's sure. So Why good, not? Yeah. <laughs> the great thing about this character is there is an awful lot of me in the way that he views the world. <laughs> Which is 
not not entirely me we are very different people but yeah there is there is some similarities there for sure amazing hints at uriel's backstory as well very excited about yeah ali could have gone in a particular direction i think with the interrogation there which i'm quite (laughs) quite glad we saved for a future week (laughs) interrogation so excited so this was a really good this was different i think from all the other ones we've had before but like a shopping was, episode it was a shopping episode yeah. with no shopping we bought food we bought food for one ruby <laughs> for one ruby, ruby. Yes, we got one three pots of food that was so funny <laughs> i think i just vaguely assumed and so simon's other character is really like careful with money yes. and it's just really weird that i could be in a group and be like here is a ruby and like no one stopped me and i was like yeah. oh yeah. cool <laughs> I, was, I was imagining like <laughs> you're going to camden market then. and somebody walks up to you and just goes is this food i will give you a ruby <laughs> <laughs> And then I, uh, how much mac and cheese do I give you for yeah. this, yeah. this gemstone? <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's a Mr. Beast video waiting to happen. <laughs> like, weigh, weigh the amount of food you get given afterwards. But um, that's, a, that's a really good place to, to end it, I think. Thank you everyone so much uh, for joining. Thank you, Twitch Chat. Thank you, everyone who watches on YouTube and podcast. Um, as always, you can find us everywhere. We are at RP Geeks D&D in all of the places, the TikToks, the Twitters, all the things that the youth use these days, because we are down with those youth. So down. <laughs> Why does Simon look so embarrassed? I don't understand. Um, this is his livelihood. You're tanking. As we <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simon's young and cool. Uh, <laughs> nice. Saved relative it. to the group. <laughs> Not no, very much in term. the middle. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, please, please come along and um, follow us. Uh, if, you, if you're enjoying it, please tell us, I guess. Or give us your support because nice. we like leave to us, hear. Leave us a review on iTunes uh, or wherever mm. you get your podcasts. Yeah. And it uh, really does we help. Like five stars, five stars. We like that. Um, and we will wrap it up there and see you next week for more Dungeons, Dragons and Science. Woo! Bye, Bye for now. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Bye.